Welcome to Women Winning at Work podcast. My name is Barka Herman. I interview women with successful careers in tech. Please like and share this episode and podcast, and do reach out to me if you or someone you know would like to be featured on my podcast. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn, Barka Herman. And now, without delay, please enjoy this episode. We are back with another exciting episode of Women Winning at Work with Barca Herman. And today I have an amazing, amazing guest, Sarah First. And she is a CTO of uh, Be Her Village. So without any ado, Sarah, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, who are you? And, uh, you know, uh, what is Be Her Village? Sure. So basically, yeah, I am the CTO of Be Her Village. So Be Her Village is a gift registry platform. But what's kind of different about it is that we've seen the need for women to have support during their pregnancies. Most women during their pregnancy are getting gifted lots of onesies or just stuff that they don't really need. And so we created Be Her Village to kind of fill that gap and allow women to register for lactation support and doulas and any other services that they need that will help them during their pregnancy or after their pregnancy. And when they register for those items, their friends and family can come on and contribute towards those. And on the other side of it, we also have uh, birth workers that can sign up and they can advertise those services. So it's helpful for these women because they can see which services are available local to them and add those services directly to their registry. Or if they have a service they know about, they can add their own services as well and get funding into their pockets so that they can have a supported birth. So I do have a background in software engineering. So that's where uh, I kind of fit into things. I built the site from scratch and continue to support it and build the new features. And I came on as the CTO, which I'll tell you a little bit more about in a bit, but that's where I'm at now. That's wonderful. How exciting. And I think that this is like a new phase of entrepreneurship for women where, you know, we're the only people who know, uh, you know, we have deep insight into what the needs are. And uh, it's so encouraging to see so many uh, female technologist moving to entrepreneurship and kind of addressing those needs that are not obvious to, you know, somebody that's not a woman. Love it. So I would love to hear your origin story. You know, did you want to grow up to be a CTO? You know, what were, what, what is your path to tech and what's your path to becoming a CTO? Yeah, sure. So I was always interested in computers. So I remember as a kid when my parents would bring home like a new Cal printed gateway box that was like the best day of the year. So I would get onto that computer as soon as it was set up and see everything that it had to offer. Now in high school, I went to an all girls high school and they didn't really offer a lot of STEM classes at the time. But what was unique about it is the school required everyone to have laptops. And because of this, there were some computer classes and I was super interested in computers. So I took every class that was offered, which was some basic programming. There was a computer repair class, things like that. And so because of that, I knew when I went to college that I wanted to work with computers, but I didn't really know what exactly I wanted to do. I had liked some of the hardware aspects. I had liked some of the software aspects. So that kind of led me to computer engineering. So I went to the Rochester Institute of Technology for computer engineering. And what's kind of funny is I didn't really know much about what computer engineering was. And I wasn't really the only one. So uh, RIT offered a women in engineering program and they did like a pre-orientation 
thing my freshman year that I attended. And one of the other women that was also enrolled in computer engineering turned to me and said, hey, do you know what this really is? And I was like, honestly, no. And she didn't either. And yet, funnily enough, we're two of the very few women that graduated from the program. But basically, while I was in that program, I learned that hardware didn't really interest me as long as as much as the software side of things did. So while I was still in college over the summer, I attended the Flatiron School's immersive um, web development uh, program. So they're a coding boot camp, and I know coding boot camps have lots of controversy, but honestly, it worked out really well for me. It gave me um, a practical education where what I was getting in school was a lot of theory. So after college, I ended up working at a company that I had previously co-opted at while I was in college and they were under new leadership and the program just became, it was super toxic. So I had to get out pretty quickly and started to kind of look at other options. And at that time I was actually recruited for an MLM and they were, you know, touting, you can be your own boss. And like, I knew I didn't want to sell makeup, but that be your own boss actually really kind of resonated with me. So I started looking into like what's involved in starting your own business. And I knew I wanted to do something that I was interested in, that I was passionate about. And for me, that was software development. So um, I started Tipsar Software LLC. I did that on the side of me working full time. And I basically hit up Facebook and just looked for clients. And that's where I met Caitlin, who had this crazy idea for this gift registry platform. And we had never met in person, but we, she kind of took a risk on me and we built the site. And so I was still kind of working with Caitlin as she was one of my clients while I was working full time. And I was actually also in grad school, going to school for computer science from Georgia Tech. And eventually COVID hit I started to work remote and I absolutely loved working remote and the company said, Hey, you need to come back to the office. And I was, I moved a whole state away. So that was just not (laughs) going to happen for me. And it actually worked out because that was my push to take my business full time. So from there, I started working on Tipsar Software, uh, full time, gained more clients, was, uh, really, really enjoying that life. And then uh, Caitlin came up to me and said, Hey, we want to take this full time. Like, will you be my CTO? And right. it was an offer I couldn't refuse. I absolutely loved working on Beer Her Village. Um, they were my first client, which was kind of funny. And so I made the jump to being the CTO and kind of transitioned into that over time. So yeah, that's, that's what got me into tech. That is so amazing. And so this is such an inspiring story, Sarah, because again, you're not, uh, you're, you're considerably younger than me. I I won't share my age or yours, Uh, but it's so neat to kind of meet all these women who are, you know, started somewhere and ended up completely different place. And the idea, you know, the, the, the path here is that the message here is that you can build your own path. It doesn't have to be the you know whatever you think computer science is or computer engineering is uh software engineering is it's it gives you a lot of opportunity to grow in different directions so i appreciate your story i would love to hear uh some of your struggles along the way what was the hardest part of being a woman uh in the tech space and you know going out alone and starting your own business or working or even study you know university what was the challenge? 
Yeah, absolutely. So there was definitely challenges along the way, even just starting in college. One of the first things I noticed in one of my first classes as a freshman is that I was seriously behind where a lot of the other students were. A lot of students had had AP computer science courses in high school. I went to a small all-girls school. We didn't have that. So like I was really behind and trying to catch up and it was a struggle. It was really hard to get through the first few years. And I don't think I was necessarily alone in that. A lot of people left the major and I think you see that a lot in tech, but if it's something you really, really want, you can get past it. And I did, and I basically fought for my place and ultimately did get past that. And then on top of that, just being the only girl at the table is a lot sometimes. Fortunately for me, I was a little bit used to it. I was always kind of attracted to things that were traditionally uh, just male oriented. Like I was in karate from a young age and I played hockey. And <laughs> so I, I never kind of let it hold me back. And I think my high school actually did a good job of kind of helping me with that too, because they really ingrained in you that like you just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you can't do any of these opportunities. And so mm -hmm. I kind of took it in stride. I found a group of people that were supportive and I stuck with that. And I made sure that um, I advocated for myself because I think that is huge. We have to remember to advocate for ourselves and not necessarily look for the worst in people because sometimes things happen that are just misunderstandings or you have a different viewpoint that the other people in the room don't. And you need to make sure that you can really portray that and not let yourself get stomped on in some cases. And there was definitely, honestly, some sexism. I'm fortunate that I didn't really encounter anything too awful, but there were guys in college that were your very stereotypical it was a boys club. And I remember there was a, a maker space that was getting started on campus that I tried to be involved in getting started, uh, met some hesitation. And what's funny is they, they wanted to make a plaque of all the people that helped out. And they, they made a joke. Oh, we'll put a Barbie on the plaque for Sarah. Oh. Like, you know, it's, it's frustrating. It's something you encounter. And having a support team is the best way to kind of get through that. I was fortunate that we had a professor in the computer engineering program. That was another woman that sat down with me and we talked about it and she was so supportive. And the reason I think I was able to get past it and continue on in this field. Yeah. So unfortunately there is a lot of, uh, room for growth for women yes. in this field, but uh, you just sometimes have to have a little bit of a tough skin and keep going and, and it, it's worth it in the end. Yeah, yeah, no. So thank you for sharing that because a couple of things that you picked on, uh, picked on uh, pointed out were uh, wonderful. Uh, one is that, you know, bringing positivity to a negative environment can change things. So, you know, sometimes I, and I, you know, uh, some of you know, I, I coach young women, I mentor young women in tech, just, you know, asking what else could this mean, right, is, is great. And then the second thing that you touched on so great is that having an ally, mm -hmm. having that ally on your side. And in your case, it was your professor, which is amazing, amazing story. So, great to hear and so with that i mean i'm going to ask you uh, about your triumphs uh what is so you know despite the struggles you're doing amazing uh you know 
I'm sure everyone that knows you is proud of you, including that professor that uh, supported you. Why would you encourage, like, why would you encourage people to join, you know, women to join tech? And, you know, what are your triumphant moments that made it all worthwhile? So, I mean, honestly, it's just an amazing field. If, now, I will say you have to be passionate about it. It's it's a tough field. There are a lot of problems just like I work in code all day, there are some problems that are just so frustrating and hard to solve, but it's also super gratifying. Like yeah. if you asked me a few years ago, if I would be able to build an entire site from scratch that now has like lots of users, it's being used across the world. I would have said no way, but I did that almost entirely myself from a technical standpoint. And that is one of my proudest achievements. And on top of that, it's such a flexible field. So you can really go in so many different directions and you can go and really utilize your other passions as well in this field, because there's always some type of software, some kind of tech related to it. And for me, like I absolutely love working from home. Um, I live on a, a little farm and have animals and that's something that I Wonderful. love to do. And I couldn't do that in a lot of fields. I would have to be working in a city or I'd have to be going into an office where I am on this amazing team where I can work from wherever. I was in California last week working. It's, it's super flexible and I can work at whatever times I want, which is really nice too. And it's kind of honestly great for mental health because if I'm having a moment where I'm really inspired, I can get through whatever I'm working on. And then if I need to take a break and go for a walk, I can do that too. And it's just awesome to be able to live that kind of lifestyle. I feel like I'm really accomplishing something good that's useful. It's just very gratifying. Yeah, no, that's a great point there. And also, I think that it's one of the few industries where you can be a self-starter and reach far very quickly. So uh, amazing, uh, amazing share. Yeah, the you know, I've worked remote for more than a decade now. And you know, I love it. <laughs> I it's love not for everyone, but for me, it's great. And yeah, what you were saying about the self-starting, I think that's huge too, because I noticed starting my software development business, I was able to do it for about $250 plus the cost of a laptop, where most businesses, you cannot start for that cheap. So it, it really is a field that enables you to take it where you want to take it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. I would love to hear, you know, if you have a message for my audience or especially young women or even like your 15 year old self, what would you say to people who are new starting out or people who've been here considering change? What would you have to say to them? So I would say just try it. If there's something you're curious about, you think you might be passionate about, try it. And, and don't get discouraged if it's not the most amazing thing early on, especially in tech. It can be really frustrating getting started out. It is a difficult field. There's a reason not everybody does it. But if it's something that you like those moments where you're succeeding, keep going, push through the hard times, and you probably will be in a very passionate field. So Always be willing to try something new too. If you're just not happy where you are, there's probably something out there that will make you happier or look at what kind of life you want to lead and find something that will fit within that. And within tech, there's just so many different ways that you can 
work, so many different fields, so many different types of jobs that I, there's probably something for anybody that has like the remotest interest in tech. So that would definitely be one thing. The next thing I would say is just be okay pushing through the tough times. Mm. In a way, nothing that's that's worth it comes easily. And so it's there's going to be moments that suck and that's okay. Just make sure you keep a good attitude about it. Push through, keep your eyes set on where you want to go and you'll get there. For me, what was really helpful in a lot of these overwhelming times is just uh, taking baby steps. So even if mm -hmm. I don't get everything that I had on my agenda done today, if I do one thing on it, that's working towards my goal and just continuing to do that ultimately will get me so much further than I was when I looked back in a week. Yeah, no, this is so, so amazing. Such an amazing message. So thank you for sharing that with uh, with my audience. And finally, I'd love to, I know you spoke a little bit about Be Your Village. I would love to hear if you have anything you would like to promote uh, your company or also on a personal level. And I also want to, you know, increase your following. So where can people find you? Anything you want to say? Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so definitely if you know anyone that is pregnant or is a birth worker, definitely check out Be Her Village. Um, so what's kind of cool for the pregnant women side of things is that it's totally free. So when you sign up, any um, contributions that are made are going directly into your pocket. Um, you don't have to pay for anything. And then on the birth worker side of things, we also do have a free plan if you want to just go on, get your services out there and visible to the world. Check it out. Make sure to sign up. Um, yeah, so that's Be Her Village. On the other side of things, uh, you can find me on social media at Sarah, the CTO on TikTok and Instagram. So yeah, definitely check out my socials. I'll be honest, I'm not the most active, but I'm working on getting a little more active. It's, it's a busy life, constantly working on projects. So yeah. That sounds wonderful. And the the URL for your uh, site is Be Her Village, just all you know, no dashes, nothing.com. Is yes. that correct? Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much for this very, very inspirational conversation, Sarah. This is so great. I, you know, every time I have one of these interviews, uh, interviewing a young, brilliant, creative woman in tech, I am left so inspired. And uh, so I appreciate your time. And uh, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? No, I don't think so. I okay. Think that was really great. Yeah, thank you for, for coming. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, uh, what an inspiring story you have. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you so much for listening. Please like this episode and share it with someone you think that'll enjoy it. And do reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect. And also, if you would like to, please join my newsletter by visiting www.barkaherman.com. Thank you.